oh we're live right now but oh well hello everyone welcome to this podcast does not have a name i'm Chris the bay i'm sean and this is our episode two for september 28th 2021 yes it is so i don't know what you've been up to this week i haven't really done much part of what i've got to say also that's trying to a little bit of news so if you wanted to go first with something you've done um honestly not very much like i said i was pretty busy just enjoying myself uh you know the diablo 2 came out so i've been playing that quite frequently mm. has uh, it been good I, mean, I heard an issue where characters may or may not be locked or disappearing on screens it happened to me i mean you know blizzard's a indie company so when they mm. launched it was good for the first 15 or 20 oh, really? minutes. Oh, when they, they're an indie I, company. I, I, I'm being very sarcastic. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let, let me finish. You'll see where I'm going with this. They're an oh, indie okay. company. So like, and the first 20 minutes was fine. But then for the next two hours after that, the servers were down. And uh, I lost like, it wasn't a big deal. I lost like six or seven levels on a sorceress. And I had hmm. to remake her. Because when the servers were brought back up, she was like level one. So I guess... Like at early levels, I assume you're earlyish level, so it's not that hard to get back a bunch of levels because those early levels are real easy to get. Mm -hmm. But it still sucks losing a bit of progress if you put that much time into. It's not a killer like what happened with me and uh, what was that Dead Island, where I would play the game and then it would lose, make me lose like two or three hours of progress because it would just revert back to a auto save like near the beginning of the game. And then it just like killed all, all. Uh... It just killed it for me. Sorry, I was trying to think of a different way to say that. It it just didn't. I just didn't feel like continuing the game after that. I did try. I did try playing with you as well, mm-hmm. but that game. I don't know. I I had uh, decent hopes for that one, and it just all desire for it kind of died, died with that, especially that first bit there. <laughs> Did you ever end up finishing that one? I don't remember if Dead, you did. Dead Island? No, I yes. only I only ever played with you. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I seen what happens when you get to some of the uh, later parts of the uh, game world, and I don't know if I like what happens. I think it's in the third third area, or is it the city level? Lots of sewers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great, we get to get to the sewers again. <laughs> so yeah, not, <laughs> I mean, not. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I'm pretty much done okay. about that. So yeah, that's, I mean, I haven't really been uh, doing that much, you know, just been doing the whole Twitch thing as usual. Um, yeah, that's about it, honestly. Nothing new with me. Nothing Did you finally get the last summon? That I saw, I jumped, seeing oh you kind of grinding that out together. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, that's kind of a sore point. I, I streamed uh, yesterday morning and yeah, it was a seven and a half hour stream. I didn't actually get one of the two summons I needed. I need wow. it's a it's a point four percent drop rate, and I didn't get anything that stream. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back at it tomorrow morning. So well, here's hoping you get it because that's how many streams now that you've been grinding like two or three summons and you still haven't gotten them. Mm-hmm. Such bad bad luck in getting them. <laughs> yeah, well, that sucks. Um, a bit of a loser not having done much aside from uh, the whole Twitch thing and gaming thing. But yeah, that's uh. That's all I've been up to this week. Well, the mo- the important bits, at least. How about you, Chris? What have you, uh, you been up to? Uh, other than my usual, I've almost done G 
Jujutsu Sentai Go Go Five. I'm in the, like the last two episodes of the series. We're in the final arc, the big fight between the um, Grand Witch. Uh, I don't remember her how to say her name, but we'll just call her the Grand Witch. She. I think this is so far my favorite ending to any of the Japanese uh, Sentai series. I think it they've got some uh, decent characters in this, and it actually feels, at least to me, like everything's coming to a good head. There's been a couple that have been pretty decent uh, compared to this, but I think this one so far is one of my favorite endings. They're not my favorite rangers, not my favorite bad guys, but just everything together feels really good to me. Nice. So, anything oh. else, or because you and said you had something related to some news? Kinda, yes. Um, so, I've been playing uh, not Stardew Valley, Story of Seasons, the Pioneers of Olive Town, and I've been playing that every morning and not going to bed. So I've been tired because as I play through that game and finish a day, or I got time for one more day. I could do one more day, <laughs> but. The reason why I've been playing that is because I bought, it was about $6 Canadian, I think. The, um, not Capcom, Castlevania collection, the classic collection. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go play some some Castlevania. And then I look at the game that's already loaded up in my Switch and go, oh, I'll just play some more of this then. <laughs> but the um, reason why the Castlevania one is, is, I guess, kind of important is this week they just dropped the Castlevania Advanced Collection. I saw that. I believe it has the four Castlevania Advanced games. I believe that's why they call it Advanced, or maybe I'm mistaken. But yeah, they've got that collection out. I think it was 15 or 25 bucks. Sorry, I don't have the link open at the very moment. But I know it's on Steam, it's on Switch, and I believe it's going to be on the other two consoles as well, but I don't know for sure. I don't really use the PS4 or Xbox. But yeah, they, the last collection was on sale and I've had that on my wish list for a while. So I picked it up and eventually I'll pick up the other one as well. And hopefully they continue kind of re-releasing these old games. I don't know if they're ever going to do the DS games or not. Uh, I don't think that would be a very hard thing to do, but who knows? And... That's pretty much it, just watching some Super Sentai and uh, playing more of that instead of playing the game I just bought that I wanted to play. So, But I just made it into, uh, finally did my first month in the game because I put the game down for a bit. All the DLCs out for uh, Story of Seasons. And what's weird is I can now start planting and growing, uh, what do you call it, pumpkins in summer. But you can't plant and harvest them in fall. I find that very weird. That's weird. It, uh, that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. that's like a seasonal it's, fall thing, isn't it? Let's... It, it seems like that. I, hmm. I do believe that like, you sell them in summer or something like that, and then they take quite a while to to grow. And you start harvesting them in September and October, but at least here where we're from. Uh, but yeah, they for some reason in this game, it's like a summer seasonal thing, and that's it. Like, oh, that's really weird to so no pumpkins for halloween <laughs> yeah it's, that's pretty weird but yeah but now i've been playing that and losing sleep over it <laughs> well now that you mentioned that um 
Yeah, I, I, for my stream, I just got an Elgato. So for this coming month for October, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, spooky games, hopefully. Or not so much spooky games, but more so thematically, like on, on point for Halloween. So like Bloodstained, maybe some Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to be playing some Hollow Knight for the first time ever. So that'll be pretty fun. You got an Elgato. I just got it uh, a few hours ago, actually. Mind if I ask what version? um it's it's the usb 3.01 the i think it's the latest one i'm pretty sure i it's still in the amazon package i haven't even opened it up oh yet. okay you have to like me which one you got yeah i'll, I'll show you afterwards but basically <laughs> i can check right now actually if i go uh, yeah like i've got i've got which i think mine's elgato but it's like the hd 60 so it's quite old i think but i don't really use it too often i mostly use mine for like psp and uh switch just said uh, no you'll have to uh change up your settings there is a uh, delay when going from the elgato to to your pc that so you have to put a delay on your camera and uh microphone i don't remember the exact delay so but we could i could tell you later yeah uh to answer your question it's the elgato hd60s oh you got the, the slight upgrade to mine <laughs> yes um nice. apparently this is this is the best one on the market, well, for Elgato specifically, it's the best one from my understanding as of right now. So, I don't know about best, except I do believe it's good for its price. I don't know about best, I haven't really looked at them for a while, but that one was out, it's been out for quite a while. So, I mean, people must like it if it's still on the market. I don't see them keeping something on the market if it's not gonna, if people don't like it, if it's not doing well. So, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that should uh, do your purposes. You don't really, you're not really going to be doing you know, 4K 60 gaming. <laughs> so I think it can, it can actually handle that. So that's what I just closed the web page, but I did actually. Oh, if it does, that's news to me. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll let you know just in a couple seconds. Give me a quick sec here. Um, it says, no, that's not what I want to do. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. It's only 1080, 60. You're right. It can't do Okay, 4K. yeah. That's, that's what I thought. But, you know, it should uh, serve your purposes. I liked uh, mine for some issues here and there, but that's mostly with, like, OBS or Sledge or XSplit going. I don't know what this is. <laughs> so, and having yeah. to resize everything. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll experiment with it tomorrow. So I'm pretty, pretty... Uh hyped about that one actually but to kind of go back to what you're asking yeah i'm gonna i need some more of those rare item drops and oh my god it's it's a bitch like so the reason why i'm doing this on stream as opposed to off stream is because i kind of committed to the whole uh 100 on stream for every final fantasy game the mainline series so yeah i i'm, I'm playing through the pixel remastered of number four right now and uh, the last achievement I need for the last 100% is basically just getting every one of Viridia's rare summon drops from the monsters, of which there are four. They all have the same drop rate, a 0.4%. <laughs> I, I killed the birds, like 2,000 birds, according to the bestiary, until it dropped. And on average... Not should... <laughs> yeah, well, I got it after like the after 2,000 at some point. But uh, um, if you do the math, I think... I'm trying to remember what the math is. I think it's... um. If you kill 400 i think on average you should have at least one drop i think that's how it works right i uh, see is it 400 
it's either 400 or a, a little below that. Um, yeah, I, I'd have to do the math in my head again, but basically I got screwed over quite a few, a uh, few times already. So yeah, that's all I've been up to really. Well, with that out of the way, do you want to do the bad newsy stuff? I guess. Yes. The big one probably would be, well, as far as something fun would be, uh, the Nintendo Direct that just dropped like this week, I believe. Mm -hmm. Lots of good stuff in there. One that I'm really excited for. So we've got, you know, some updates for, what were they now? Well, sorry, I had it right in my head and now it's gone. Well, Animal Crossing updates and a few other stuff like new games dropping. Was it new Actraiser game? Oh, That's really? going to be very interesting. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I missed that. And it okay. looks like it's going to be part, it's going to be like an upgrade, or not upgrade, but like a proper continuation from the last one where you've got the city building stuff and then the uh, 2D side scrolling. Looks good so far. I saw a bit of the trailer. I didn't watch the full thing. I just watched the first little bit and went, oh, that looks like Actraiser. <laughs> That looks good. That's that's pretty good. I mean, there was an Act Razor too for the Super Nintendo as well, but it skipped out on the city portion. Uh, yeah, this one's not. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm kind of glad it went back to its roots. So that's that's pretty cool. And um, if you like Undertale and Deltarune, the second chapter is dropped, and I do believe that they're both on Switch or coming to Switch right away for at least for Deltarune, both chapters. Yeah, that's um. Well, in terms of Nintendo, it's new, but I know Delta Rune Chapter Two dropped for free last week for PC. Yeah. So we we forgot to mention that on our last episode. We just both didn't think about it. But yeah, Delta Rune Episodes One and Two. He just released two. I think one came out like a couple years ago. So he's taking his time. But Toby said um, Delta Rune. I believe he said would have five episodes, and he said I thought he said seven. Oh well, I think I, he changed. I I think he changed it now to seven. <laughs> I thought he changed it to five because when he released episode two for free, he said originally only episode one was supposed to be free, but he made episode two free as well because of the whole pandemic thing and people having to stay indoors. And he said parts three, four, and five will charge for it, definitely though. So okay, that's that's no, go on. That's I was just gonna say that's what I think is what he said. Yeah, I um. I thought I had heard seven could be five, but doesn't he have like a small team now working with him on it as well, so we could get them out maybe a little bit faster? That's, I could be wrong on that. I have no idea. That's actually a good question. But yeah, that is supposed to drop, or is supposed to drop, or has already dropped. I haven't played Undertale at all. Oh yet. my I'm god, sure Chris! You have to. I've told you to play this like a years ago. And yep. you're like, yeah, I'll I'll get it eventually. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's yeah, I haven't played it. It's yet. <laughs> not a long game, and I know you like Earthbound. And Toby Fox has a lot of inspiration from Earthbound because that's where he started. He started yeah, on the I, mod scene with Earthbound hacks. So I liked uh, what I seen in the game. I really like the music and the characters, but I really want to play through it so I have my own experience instead of just watching people. For Even sure. though I know pretty much what happens, it's a little different when you're playing it. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, I can't wait. I want to eventually get to playing those. Just to let you uh, know, oh, uh, the ETB, the estimated time to beat for Undertale, is seven hours only. For is the, that for... for just the main story, not not anything 
not like pacifist or uh no it's just it like if you do if you do pacifist there's more story basically right so just if you were to go through the game blind just going through the way you normally would it's roughly seven eight hours yeah okay so well technically it says it said six and a half so okay that's not too bad for one run but you gotta do a few of them at least at the very least if i don't do the um the evil route i'll definitely have to do the pacifist one because that's one that has the most the most content, I think, in terms of like definitely character yeah. development and yeah. stuff. So I only did run one run myself as a pacifist, like blind, but I was I made sure I didn't kill anything. That was <laughs> that was because I knew that there was some um, extra like the the real story continues only in the pacifists. So yeah. Even if you kill a single monster, you cannot get the pacifist. So Yeah, I'll have to play through that. Uh other games that They'll be dropping, or maybe this is an update. I don't know if this game is originally on Switch, but Disco Elysium Final Cut is coming to Switch. It's also coming to other um, consoles and I think PC too. Uh, PC it should already be out. Yeah, I think it dropped a while ago on PC at least. But yeah, that's a really, really, really good game. I haven't put that much time into it, like a very small amount, but the Final Cut version adds all the voice acting into the game. So now you don't have to read thousands and thousands and thousands of lines of dialogue. But uh, apparently the voice actor is really good and it's just, well, like, sorry, it's really good and it's like one of the top games of a lot of people's like favorite games of the year list when the game dropped originally. So I'm glad to see that it's still coming out and oh, that's coming out on more things and how much love this game has gotten. <laughs> It looks really good. I still have to play through it myself, so I know nothing about it. I've been avoiding spoilers, so it's it's definitely on my to playlist at some point. Yeah, I think uh, definitely check out. It is a long play, but it should help shorten it up a little bit with uh, the voice acting added in. But it's good. They've also shown off the creators of crap. What's it called? I'm sorry, not the creators of crap. Um, <laughs> Wow. Sorry. The <laughs> Nintendo Switch game, they're doing Dra Dragon Quest 3, or the director is. Oh, Octopath. Uh, uh, the creators of Octopath have uh, announced that um, the new game, Triangle Strategy, is indeed called Triangle Strategy. It's a strategy game uh, done in the same art style of Octopath. So, that kind of 3D, 2D uh, looking kind of world map. So think of something like uh, Breath, not Breath of Fire, Final Fantasy Tactics, or more Fire Emblem, I guess would be better. I believe they're calling it Triangle Strategy because you've got like a triangle of like, you know, this beats this, which beats this. Like you know. rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, basically. And people, I know when the game, when the first game uh, launched, Octopath, people were like, that's a stupid name. What would you call it that? You've got to change the name. And they refused to because... <laughs> They just stuck with that name, and when this one dropped as a uh, teaser saying that it may not be called Triangle Strategy, people just went, just call it that. <laughs> it makes sense with the rest of your games that you've made. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a very simple name, and it tells people what it is. It looks good. I'm de more than likely going to pick this one up right away as well. Oh, nice. So that will be a good one. So what else did Nintendo Direct have? What else? If anything. Uh, Chocobo Racing. 
coming to Switch. Um, There's a very Mario Kart looking kart racer coming out based on the Chocobo license from the Final Fantasy series. I don't know how many Final Fantasy characters you'll see in the game, but it, from what I've read in the description, it almost sounded like it was Chocobo Dungeon and Chocobo characters, like from the Chocobo kind of spin off series. Could be wrong. I'm sure there'll be cameos from the mainline series as well, but it looks cute. It looks like Mario Kart. Looks like it'll be fun. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but we'll see if anyone else I know who has a Switch will pick it up and if we'll play. So I I hope it's not a full price game, but even if it is, I remember um back in the day on the PlayStation One era, I, I could be wrong. I thought didn't like wasn't there like a Chocobo kart racing game on the PlayStation One? Do you do you remember that, Chris? I believe there was. I know there was definitely the Chocobo Dungeon games, and I want to say there was a Chocobo racing game, but I don't remember the exact uh name. It was probably just called Chocobo Racing. I think so. So when you said that, that's the first thing that sparked in my head. I'm like, is that like kind of a, like a remake or like a remaster or like some sort of like a reimagination of the game? And they're just kind of... Uh... Yeah, they're just doing a new version. And it looks a lot like Mario Kart. Like I would have almost thought that this was just this reskin of Mario Kart. Hmm. You know, like a really good rock, a really good hack of it. Yeah, releasing it on the Switch, the Mario Kart home is not... The smartest move. You should probably spread your resources out, out a little bit, you know? Like I, uh, I hope to see it on other platforms. Like it's gotta come to Sony, I hope, at the very least. Uh I don't know if it is or not, but the Switch could use more racing games. They don't have a lot. Like they're not putting out an F Zero or a Wave Race. So Chocoball Racing, here's your alter your alternative, even if it is Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, Yoko Taro is making another game from for Square Enix alongside of the last two I mentioned. At least I believe uh, Triangle Strategy is under Square. I could be wrong, but Yoko Taro is making a card game uh, RPG. Okay, called so- uh, I some Tale of Dragon Isle. Is that what it was? Secrets of a Dragon's Isle. Hmm. So, I think card, I said that wrong. Sorry. Card battle RPG, something like Slay the Spire or something else. I didn't quite understand it when I was watching. <laughs> like they they go through you know there's little bits of cinematic, and then you know telling a story through cards, and then they show a bit of the card game, and I don't know. Like you go around the world map, and it looks like cards. You go move your character along cards, and then more cards are revealed on the map to show you the world. And I don't think it's Slay the Spire. I think it's more like a proper card game. Like you've got your cards on one side, they've got their cards on their side, and you pick and choose what attacks what. Or I believe, but I'm sure there's lots of strategy. They put out like a one and a half minute trailer. And it shows a very little, like about half of that maybe is the card game. So I don't understand what's going on in the card game yet. <laughs> Looks interesting, but it being like the creative director is Yoko Taro. I wonder how I wonder if the story, like how well the story is going to be or how weird it will be, because he's one that does uh near. Right. And so it could be pretty bonkers in terms of story. It could be quite deep. I don't think we're gonna get a card game story that's gonna make you cry. No. But maybe this could be the first. Or that makes him delete the save data once you pass the game. Or that. Or beat the game, whatever your preference is. But yeah, um, 
that sounds pretty interesting. Like probably not my cup of tea, but I'm still interested to see how that turns out. I am very interested to see how the game well will turn out. I don't know if I'll pick it up either, but it depends on how more how much more of the card game comes up. Like I really want to see how this card game uh works and whether or not I uh drive with it. So and uh another kind of party game along with like Chocobo, they're making a new Mario Party. Uh yes, a new Mario Party. Mario Party superstars. So oh they stopped they stopped numbering them at this point. <laughs> Are they on like Mario Party like nine or ten or I, I lost track. Honestly. I believe it would be like eleven or twelve. Oh wow. Yeah, that's, that's maybe a lot more of Mario I don't know if there's I don't know if there are other Mario parties with a specific sub name, but yeah, the uh, Mario Party Superstars might be the first one that has a sub name. This is the second one that is coming out on Switch, though, and I don't think the other one is too old, like maybe one or two years old. So I found that weird that they are putting out another one so, it to me so early. I don't know. I, I as far as I know, people like the last one. This one apparently boasts, I think, over a hundred mini games. I think they span from new to stuff from all the old games. So, it looks like Mario Party. I didn't see anything in there that looked too weird. Like I don't think that you're that you're gonna have a group battle mode where you're like all inside a team. Not group battle, where a group movement kind of Mario Party system where you're all inside of a teacup, like they did with Mario Party. That seven or eight, I didn't like it. I played a little bit of it and said I didn't like it. I just dropped out right away from it. <laughs> like, if you've ever seen it, Sean, it's a weird Mario Party where everyone is inside of one cart and you go along the map and you're competing that way, but you're not really competing because you're all moving along the same path at the same time. So you're not really screwing each other over with your traps and you're not really you know, helping out other people with, with buffs and stuff. It's just you going along this track and hoping you get more stars and coins than everyone else. It was a weird mode. N not my faith. I've I've never played it. I've only ever played Mario Party 1, which is the, my favorite. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the original one for N64. Um, I think mm. all the rest are not as good, to be honest, as Mario Party <laughs> 1. I, I've seen Fair the enough. new ones, and like... They just don't vibe with me. I, I I don't like I don't like how the some of the mechanics. I think they kind of ruin the fun of the game compared to the first game. Mm, fair enough. I mean they you know they gotta change it up here and there with new mechanics and new games, yada yada, right? You know some stuff to enhance what the new consoles can do, like motion controls and gyro. I understand why. I don't really buy them because I don't have friends and I don't play games with people. You don't have friends, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Like, I, I still enjoy, like, I mostly watch people play Mario Party because I find that more enjoyable, especially with people who are very expressive with their emotions and uh, set out to specifically target people. It's, you know, when someone dinks you around enough and you start targeting them instead, yes. I'm like focusing on winning the game. <laughs> I love watching stuff like that. But yeah, new Mario Party, hooray. Is it too soon from the last one? I don't know. I'm sure people will still buy it anyway. It should be good. And I did want to talk about, finally, the game I've been waiting to be announced. It's been over 1,300 days since the last bit of news for this game dropped from 
get the creators at Platinum. But Bayo 3 is finally got a trailer out and it looks really good. I can't wait to play it. It's uh, it looks really good. Which 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 game? Bayo 3. Bayo Oh, Bayonetta. Okay. I was Bayonetta like, 3. I was like, I never heard of what this Bale 3. I'm like, what's a no, Bale, Bale 3? Bayo. Okay. So Bayonetta. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. So, if you haven't seen the trailer or have any interest in the kind of Bayonetta games or like DMC games, it's mm-hmm. more Bayonetta. It, they've definitely changed her uh, style up. Uh, people have noticed that. Uh oh. Looks like something happened to Discord. Not sure quite what. Oh, that's not good. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. I think you can. Hello? Hello. So my Discord just like auto-updated. Weird. I've had issues with Discord like the last couple of days where it's just been disconnecting me. So apologies for that. If you want to keep talking, Chris, I'm going to like the, the stream never went down, but uh, there was some sort of hiccup there. Not, not with my connection, but with discord itself, it just kind of did its own. Yeah. Thing, so. You, you like dropped out of the call. And... Wow. Okay. But yeah, I was saying that they've uh, changed a bit of her designs and how some of her moves work or physically look. Here we go. I can see you again. And specifically with one of her uh, moves, she when she does her big moves, like someone's like the big Astral Dragon or whatever, I don't remember what it's called. In the old games, her, I guess the hair that's covering her body would mostly get removed to create this portal or the dragon. And in this game, it's not doing that. And people are thinking, maybe this is a different Bayonetta? Because I believe at the end of one of them, spoilers, small spoilers, I think you see a younger Bayonetta at the end of one of the other games. I haven't beaten any of them, so I don't know which one. And this is what I've heard. So I haven't gotten to those parts. I've stayed away from mostly big spoilers of the games until I've gotten to those points. But it looks like a Platinum game. It looks like Bayonetta. I'm so glad that they finally announced it after over 1,300 days. I have no news. Um, I, I remember the second game only came out on a Nintendo console, and that was it, right? Even though the first game was out on pretty much everything else. And now yes. it seems like it's locked on Nintendo, which is kind of strange to me, to uh, be honest. Yes and no. So was it Sega or whoever published the first game? The first game didn't sell that well, or at least not well enough for them, so they didn't want to publish the game anymore. And Nintendo said, so you want to get like a game made, eh? Then she's going to be on our console. <laughs> and Makes that sense. kind of, in a way, started the relationship between Platinum and Nintendo. Hmm. I think is the first or second thing they've done together. But yeah, since then, like it was originally on the Wii U, Bayo 2 that was. And they ported Bayo 1 to, to the Wii U as well. I've got that collection. That's what I bought my Wii U for, was to play Bayonetta. <laughs> And, um, yeah, since then, she's been, I guess, in Smash Brothers, you know, and now Bale 3 has finally been, not announced, but the proper trailer has been released, and I believe they had a working date for sometime next year. So, 
hopefully it does come out. No, no big issues for it because they announced it originally, but had nothing really to say about it. And then the creators like, you know, because it was taking forever for any more news of the game to drop. And the creator came out and said, Just pretend I didn't announce it. <laughs> We're still working out, but pretend I didn't announce it. <laughs> I'm pulling back the announcement. <laughs> this never happened. Because <laughs> people in every interview would say, so when's Bayonetta 3? And you see it in, in his face every time someone would ask him that, he would just get more sad. <laughs> like, stop asking about BL3. We're working on it. <laughs> so I'm really glad it's been announced. You didn't see Or nothing. not announced, but been re-announced and is a proper trailer. It, it's very fancy and shiny looking. All I meant by my earlier comment about being surprised Bayonetta is being locked on to a Nintendo console was basically, let, let's be honest, Bayonetta is not the most family-friendly character because, like, she's wearing her hair. Like, her clothing is actually her mm-hmm. hair. And when she wants to go full power, she you don't see anything because they cover it up. But, like, she, she goes, like, naked pretty much. And that's not something that's really, you know... Remember back in the day, Nintendo had, like, such a hard-on of having to, like, uh, censor like any religious thing like in Final Fantasy games in the Japanese version you you went to a church there was a holy spell that a white mage could cast instead now instead of going to a church you go to like I, I don't even know what they call it, the building anymore I forget but like you talk to a priest they removed all the crosses from the church because they wouldn't want any reference and again they changed holy into like a spell called white yeah wasn't that more well maybe not all of them but wasn't some of that due to the um, the 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 sensor board here for video games, and partially I'm sure some of that was Nintendo as well, but I'm sure that some of that stuff was because of the sensor board, like the covering up of uh, Siren. I could see that the sensor board in North America going, no, 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 that's not good. Right? Um, the the sensor board would not have existed during that time. Nintendo's very they they police their own console because this was just after the console crash, right? And then Nintendo was kind of like. The first to emerge from the flames. Or from well, I guess ashes. it would have been before that, because yeah. what he called hadn't dropped yet. Uh, what game was it? Night Trap. <laughs> well, when, Night I say Trap f- had a- when I say Fall Fancy, I mean like the original one, like for Nintendo. Oh, no, I know. I, I was just trying to think of uh, what game was it that kind of sparked the creation of the the board. There, it would have been Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm. That's what Mortal I'm... Kombat was one of them, but Night Trap was also. Um also my, there as well night trap part of it was definitely involved but i um i, I just uh saw something actually uh pretty freak uh pretty um uh not too long ago that said mortal Kombat was the was the uh the sole oh. reason but night trap was a contribution they they yeah, brought up night trap but moral, it was mortal Kombat more than yeah definitely else. night trap is a like uh contributing factor but yes moral Kombat being like as violent as it was nintendo like you're punching guys and sweat's coming out of them. Yeah. Then you got to play the arcade or the... I believe Sega had a version of it and there's blood. It's like, okay, well... You you had to put a code in for the Sega version. Right, you started putting a code. <laughs> but how many kids do you know that, that didn't know the code if they had the Sega version of the game? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, anyways. Um, it's anything else for the Direct? Uh, Splatoon 3. Okay. And I don't play Splatoon. I don't have much to say. Still looks like Splatoon. And um, new Kirby game. Oh, yeah? Huh. New Kirby. Yeah, it looks cute as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't play Kirby, but I love the aesthetic of all the Kirby games. And I've always wanted to like 
pick them up and just chill with Kirby. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, Chris. In this podcast, we use Kawi as fuck. Thank you very much. Kawaii? Yeah, Kawaii. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. This is the uh, traditional weebcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yes, it looks really, it, it looks cute. And I don't know if it will be my first Kirby game that I will buy, but it may very well be. Oh. I usually can't jump on very late into Nintendo properties like I did. That I bought like the last Luigi's Mansion game instead of going to the first one. Hold on, hold on. You you're telling me you never played a Kirby game before? Never. Oh my god, dude. I have never because I always thought, who the hell wants to play this? It's big it's more monster. It's really it's really good. It, like play play the game the first one on the Nintendo. It's really good. I had, I had Kirby's Dream Land two for Game Boy, and then Kirby's Dream Star, Kirby's Superstar for yeah. Super Nintendo was a really good game too. I will I say. see that run on GDQ all the time. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, I should play them. <laughs> it's... And they had Kirby's Robo Blast, which looked pretty cool because you get to uh, have a little mech you play with. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Epic Yarn game looked really cool. I like the yarn effects that they did in that game. It looked nice. I just never bothered to pick them up. <laughs> Even though I like the aesthetic and the characters, even if Kirby is gross, <laughs> he's a giant four, pink four monster. I don't know if I'm into that. Kirby's like one step away from being a Pokemon, pretty much. Oh, he is. He, he is a Pokemon. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's the first Pokemon. <laughs> and um, I should see if that's on the uh, on Nintendo's online service there to stream if they've got any of the if they've got the original Kirby on there. And speaking of that, there is something that is changing on their online service. Apparently, they're getting Sega and Nintendo 64 games on their streaming service nice. as well. Nice. That's and awesome. they're making replica wireless controllers of the N64 and Sega Genesis to use with the Switch. That's good. I, I really like that news. That's, uh, that's a win-win for everyone, pretty much. They had, they've already got like a list of games coming out. And the list looks pretty good so far. Games that will be there on launch and which ones will be dropped in the future looks good. I didn't think that we would see N64 games dropping on Switch. <laughs> I'd like to retract that statement. It's not, I had to think about it for a second. It's not a win win for everyone because we don't even have to speculate this. We know Nintendo's going to charge an arm and a leg for these controllers. We don't even have to guess. That's Nintendo's just being Nintendo. They're going to charge, or they're going to overcharge for everything they can including those new controllers so i mean it's good that they have it hope hopefully but we all know the answer to that they're not going to buy the n64 controller and then just use it on your pc no for me uh yeah. no because well i i don't really need to use an n64 controller on my pc like i don't really have any games but if i were i just go on amazon and buy like a 20 dollar one you know well, i see you go you won't go with the with the official well, <laughs> you'll go with the third party bootleg well we'll see if the switch which switch is even capable of hooking up to a pc or not like you never know maybe it's only for switch and they program it or hardware hardware it's, it's that way you know as far as i know it's just bluetooth because i've got the pro controller and that hooks up to a pc okay i did not so i'm assuming it'll have the same kind of infrastructure in there mm-hmm Interesting. So, okay. Unless, yeah. of, unless of like you said, they might have locked them away. I've never, I never pick up like the Super Nintendo wireless controller. I want to pick one up and then just have it get. 
<laughs> like uh, two or three months ago, I bought a super like two Super Nintendo controllers like in a combo set for like twenty bucks off off Amazon. And aside from the logo, it looks and feels like the original. So yeah, that's. Yeah, I uh, need to get some replacement Super Nintendo controllers for my real SNES. The I've got a bootleg one and a real one, and both of them. The bootleg one doesn't feel good to use, and one of the triggers doesn't work. And I'm a real one, the other trigger doesn't work. Hmm. And I don't know if maybe a wire is loose or something. I've taken them apart, I've cleaned them. So I'm sure it's not because it's filthy, but it sucks. I need to like look up trying to get a new controller for that. I don't have many real SNES games, because some of them are quite... All the ones I want are expensive, <laughs> but I still do have, a, have the system and would like proper working controllers. But yeah, the uh, Sega Genesis and N64 dropping, coming to the Switch Online. I think they're changing it to, for that, maybe calling it Switch Online Plus or Switch Online Plus something. I don't remember the exact title, but I don't know if that's going to be like an extra extra payment wall for that service or if they're just calling it that as the announcement trailer. I don't know. We'll have to see. Because I don't think they said if there's going to be a price increase or not for that, or if there's a separate service. I hope it's the same, but who knows? Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I mean, last week we, we talked about Game Boy and Game Boy Color uh, games coming to the service, so N64 shouldn't be any different as far as they're concerned, right? Maybe the Se- maybe Sega will have a say, but... It should, it should be, and I think Sega and Nintendo have a pretty decent... Uh, relationship nowadays back from the uh, the the gaming wars that we yeah. all survived back in the 80s we all survived. <laughs> i think you meant the bit wars that we survived the bit wars the bit wars <laughs> i'm not i'm not even kidding that's that's actually what it's called the bit wars uh, and we're not talking about twitch bits here we're talking about 16 bits and then you know Sega does what nintendo don't, don't. yeah <laughs> yeah I think but, Sega really was the one, so we're trying to push that. Nintendo was like, "Yeah, we're on top. <laughs> what do you, we don't need to shit sling shit like you're doing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anything else? I mean, no, sorry. Anything else out of that Nintendo Direct? But it sounds like you had something else to add. No, I was going to say something. Now I forgot. But I think it's pretty much it. Just a few little updates. You know, more stepping added into Monster Hunter Rise and. A few other games are getting updates, but those were kind of like the big things that I've seen. Oh, uh, I guess one other big thing coming out of that, which wasn't on this Direct, but I believe was announced on it. They announced the live cast, no, the live action like voice cast for the CG Mario movie coming out next year. Yeah, this is something I, yeah. I, I even I caught a uh, whiff of. Um, like, I, I saw that they announced this. They announced all the characters, but I think you know they announced Mario, Peach, Toad, um, maybe like a few more miscellaneous characters. Uh, Bowser, I think. Yeah, definitely Bowser, and Spike, Kamek, Cranky Kong, Donkey Kong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know the internet kind of blew up and they were not very happy. Oh, so, I'm not happy. <laughs> so 
so well i i think we might have to two different perspectives on this so how yeah, about yeah. how about you you go first like why are you not happy about this Charles Martinet is the voice of Mario in Luigi. Wario, while Luigi, and most of the Nintendo cast, or Mario cast. And he's getting a tiny little cameo in this movie. Instead of doing the voice of Mario, he's the voice of Mario in Luigi. He should be doing the voices. I, I so was... I wonder, because it's a Hollywood thing, they're like, oh, well, we need to have big, high-budget, you know, expensive actors to be playing these characters instead of getting the actual voice of him. And this makes me think, is, Mar is Charles Martinet's whole gimmick in this going to be that he'll show up as a short, fat, chubby Mario that we know and go, <laughs> oh no, it looks like I have to go down this drain pipe and save Peach. And that'll be his entire thing as a throwaway gag. And me thinking of that makes me hate this movie already. So And Seth Rogen being the voice of Donkey Kong, no. I do not want Seth Rogen to be the voice of Donkey Kong. I almost don't want... I, I want... The person I want to be the voice of Donkey Kong is one who voiced from Donkey Kong Country, the animated cartoon. Hey. I want him. What I want Donkey Kong to be that same guy. I, just get <laughs> all the pe people we already know as his voices. Like, I, I, I wish we would just do that instead of replacing them all. But we'll wait and see when an actual trailer drops. And see how well the voices are and what the movie actually looks like. So I'm going to save real criticism until then, like I do with a lot of stuff. But I am, you know, upset that they're not using the real voice cast. Yeah, <laughs> see, you? I thought yeah. we had different opinions, but no, you, pre you more or less echoed what I want to say. But I want to add on a little bit to that. So what I was about to say before you did was basically, so yeah, Charles Matinee. The voice of Mario is in the movie, but he's not not number, number one. He's he's not playing Mario, and number two, he's playing some very like he's on the bottom of the totem pole in this movie in terms of the characters he's actually playing. So here's okay. So kind of like where I, I thought you were going, which is why I let you go first, is because the internet is blowing up about oh Chris Pratt is going to be a bad Mario, you know why is Jack Black Bowser and all this stuff right? I think Jack Black could probably do a good Bowser. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, but... over the years of his acting career, he's gotten better, and I've started to kind of like him more. But I also still don't like Jack Black. <laughs> like, go on. I kind of lost my train of thought now. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we're talking about uh, the voice acting with Chris. The internet saying Chris Pratt yeah. won't do a good Mario. Yeah, so um, as I was saying, they, you know, the internet's blowing up, like, you know, shitting on Chris Pratt, like, why Chris Pratt and, like, you know, why Jack Black and all these people? Like, basically, like, why everyone that got announced for a role? My, like, I, like, I'll, I'll take a wait and see approach and see if these actors are good. But yeah, like, I echo your statement. Like, number one, they just wanted to get, you know, it's a movie and they didn't want Charles Martinet to be like the main name on the movie because he would have played Mario, obviously, right? Yeah, and he has to. <laughs> but even even bigger than that is Charles Martinet has been playing the voice of Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, and a bunch of other different Mario characters for like ever since like a quarter of a century ago, 25 years ago exactly, is when Mario 64 came out. And it's the first time we, we heard, wahoo, you know, it's a yeah. me, Mario, you know? That's that was Chris Martinet. If if we think of how Mario sounds Chris Martinet? Charles. 
sorry, Charles Martinet. <laughs> My, I'm getting Chris Pratt. <laughs> I, I, I am combining Chris Pratt and Char and uh, now now I'm just double guessing myself. Charles Charles Martinet into the same person apparently. I they know. did a fusion dance. Yes, yeah. exactly fusion. Okay, let's let us let us do one, Chris. Which uh, I don't to, know which direction you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> so this way? No, you have to go opposite. You have to go opposite. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they fuse together yes. to create so, a, a Chris uh, Chris Martinet. Yeah, it's like he is the voice of of Mario. I like I have nothing against Chris Pratt. You could put anyone else there, and I would feel exactly the same way. It's it's nothing to do with Chris Pratt. It's the fact that that um, Charles Martinet is not Mario that makes me mad for him. Like. And what's even worse is he's in the movie, and that might sound a little weird, but like, it, it's kind of like, oh, by the way, you can be in the movie, but you're just going to play some like minor role, just kind of like as an Easter egg. I'm like, that mm -hmm. is that is so disrespectful to him. I'm sure he's happy to be in the movie. He probably hasn't been. Maybe he has been, but he's he's a voice actor. He was made to do this. He's he's not an actor like Chris Pratt is. I hey. bet I bet you Charles Martinet, and I bet you anything. Charles Martinet is a better voice actor, specifically a voice actor than Chris Pratt or anyone else, right? Well, yeah, he's trained he, as a voice actor. Yes, there's a lot so, of different for acting, but yeah, you know, he was made for he was made to do an animated movie, but it, it just that's what makes me mad. Like most of the internet's mad because they're picking on Chris Pratt or, as I said, Jack Black or whatever, whoever got announced during the direct. I'm mad because Charles Martinet is getting seriously disrespected in like two ways in one, if that makes sense. So that's that's my perspective. Yeah, it, I I do think it's a bit uh, disrespectful in a way, but I kind of had a feeling they would do this. I was hoping they wouldn't because I wanted to hear Mario, but I I will also wait for a trailer. There's, you know, they got a whole bunch of people here. They could do good or bad voices. Now, I know like a bunch of these characters don't really have voices. They're more like, rah, 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 right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Spike doesn't speak. He just, and Peach has like one or two lines in a Mario game, like in Mario Odyssey, other than saying, Mario, <laughs> you know, yeah, she right. has like <laughs> one other line and that's it. So you, you can understand them changing certain voice casts, but it's mostly Mario. Everyone else could change out if they do decent voices, but changing up Mario and possibly Luigi, um, that kind of sucks. But hopefully, when they drop, it, it will be it'll be really good. Ho hopefully, hopefully people are not disappointed in it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? And I, Chris, I told you this numerous times throughout our friendship. I think the Super Mario Brothers movie, like the live action one, like the '90s one, is awesome. Is awesome because it's so bad, it's good. It, it just, it's you know how like when you do like uh, a speed run in in a game, and like you do like a stack underflow, like you kind of like like go to two hundred fifty five on an item, and like you kind of you know like uh, work the memory in such a way that like you you kind of like start at zero again or something like that, right? Like mm. I do one of those glitches in Mystic Quest actually. Like when when I heal the last boss with a cure, and he has so much HP that it actually hurts him instead of heals him because I'm, yeah. I'm 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 underflowing his HP pretty much. But <laughs> it, they're, they're kind of I forget where I'm going with this. Why did I even say that? I don't um, know. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this because yeah, you lost me too. <laughs> I just see you know just. We hope that it'll turn oh, out that's really right. good. I remember now. We're talking oh, the Mario remember? movie. 
it, it's kind of Mar the Mario movie is a stack underflow. It's so bad it becomes good. Well, because <laughs> of how bad it is, you know. I love it's like it. Street you know, you know, um, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme, a Frenchman, is a perfect yes, role for Guile. an American. <laughs> <laughs> And I told you, I'm pissed off they made Zangief a bad guy. He's never been a bad guy in the games. He's only a bad oh. guy in the Street Fighter yeah, movie right. because he was Russian or the USSR yeah. at the time. That's the yeah, only that's, reason. That's, that's the only like reason. But the guy who played Zangief is Zangief. Or Zangief. He is... He was a kicker. He played him well. He played him the way he's supposed to be played. <laughs> All right? You can't disagree that. Mm -hmm. Him, you know, the, the voice... No, not the voice cast, but the cast that is... It's so good. Like, um, reading the comments here, we, like we could be, uh, and someone mentioned uh, Detective Pikachu. I didn't know how good that would be, and then I watched Detective Pikachu and said, "Holy crap!" Even though what's his name is doing the voice of Pikachu, like I don't care. This movie's good, and I liked him in the end of doing Pikachu's voice. I'm just glad though in the end they didn't have him go Pika Pika and just <laughs> replace the uh, voice actors, but. Like, I was very surprised at how well uh, Deadpool, uh, what's his name, played Pikachu. So, I, 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 it, we could be shocked when this comes out how well these guys do the voices and how well they suit the maybe slight change of characters that might happen with this movie. We yeah, don't know yet. I, I never saw Detective Pikachu myself, but I obviously know which movie you're talking about. But yeah, I remember the same thing happened. Like, oh, hey, why does Pikachu sound like this, like... Uh this guy you know like like why does he sound like a human shouldn't he be going like pika pika you know kind of like that voice yeah, actress but that's does based for... on the uh on the 3ds game as well i believe i haven't played it but oh I you're the right similar yeah you're right about that i forgot the 3ds game but yeah i i hope we're pleasantly surprised when it when mm -hmm. we finally get a trailer for it i'm yeah uh, oh sorry i was just gonna say i'm someone who like like don't share on something until you have like it in your hands and you actually like, like right now it's all speculation either way, mm. whether you like it or not, it's fine to have an opinion, but like don't shit on something so hard until like, you might like it. You might change your mind. It happens all the time. Right. You never yeah. know. So you never know. to bring up briefly here for another thing that has to do with voice casting, or I guess in not really voice casting this live action going from a anime manga to a live action show. Um, they're doing a Saint Seiya movie. We just recently finished the entire Saint Seiya series, mm -hmm. not including the prequel or Saint Seiya show or the new one, but like of the classic show in all the movies. And I have to say, wow, Sean Bean, Sean Bain's going to be in this movie. He's playing uh, Kido, like uh, the old uh, Sayori's grandfather. So is this going to be yet another movie where Sean Bain dies? Because he, he's not alive for very long in the he show. He does in everything. Sean Bean is made to die. Whether he's a good guy, a bad guy, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The poor guy is just destined to die in every role yeah, he's in. But I'm, like, I'm thinking of the old man and thinking of Sean Bean going, yeah, okay. I can see Sean Bean is that. If you look at the, I'm gonna click the link here. But oh, sorry, open original. Give me one second here. Nope, I opened the wrong thing. Sorry about that. So we've got a, a cast here. There's what seven people. There's two people I really want to mention other than Sean Bean. 
The guy in the middle on our link here, uh, which is on Anime News Network, the guy in the middle is supposed to be Sia. Now, I've, I think that headshot is a little bad. They put him, like, in a bad light. I think he could be Sia. He's quite young. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? He's been in a few things. Um, Mike and Ryu. I um, think I said his name right. He was he was in Pacific Rim uh, Uprising. Pacific Rim, and he was in Rune Kenshin, the last movie. Yeah. Whatever. And he played. I want to say it was the bad guy, but I have yet to see it, so I don't know. He could. I think he is uh, young enough, or and young enough looking to play Seiya. Um, the next guy is the guy next to him on going right. So he'd be the one, two, three, four, the fifth one over. According to what they know about the script, he's the one who's going to be trying to kidnap Sayori. So he's probably Phoenix. Oh my God, he looks really. He looks like who I thought would play Phoenix and or Dragon Shiryu. This nice, like I assume he's tall, slender, very good looking. So I wanted him to play one of those two people. I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I believe he's playing them. And, but yeah, like they got a lot of big names in here. And it could be good and it could be bad. But I hope it's not a train wreck. Because I want a good Saint Seiya thing. <laughs> <laughs> to come out in the in a few years, and the Netflix Saint Seiya disappointed me. Yeah, I think you're a lot more gung ho about this than I am. I I, I am. I, oh. am I am. Um, I'm taking a wait and see approach. Like I'm not. I'm hmm. not excited, but I'll watch it. You know, if it sparks my interest. But yeah. Let, oh yeah, of course. Let's. Uh, the first two people you mentioned, I haven't really heard of. Or, or yeah, they, I, I haven't I, heard of them. Yeah, I've seen stuff with them in, but yeah, I I haven't really. Um, seen anything that they're in but the next one we have well i have at least i don't know how to say her name famke jansen i believe she was gene gray from x-men not not the days the future past is this the blonde girl the redhead um, the one near the end of the list there yes she played okay okay yeah, she sorry. played neem uh neem uh leeson's wife in all three taken movies and i'm not sure if you've seen the taken well, movies where i've kind of re- i yeah. haven't seen them but i recognize her face i just didn't know from where it must be from that i like her as an actress i think she's a good actress um yeah so i'm not sure she would there's only two females here so she's either going to play sasori not sasori um sayori or yeah or i believe sayori will be the blonde girl i just don't know her name some yeah. of these characters they don't have uh who they're gonna be playing so forgive me if i do not quite know sean bean uh oh no you are thinking of uh jemison okay yeah yeah she would be sayori i believe okay and the other person is it jake no Nikki Sahali? Possibly. Uh, I may be getting these characters wrong because their names aren't underneath their portfolios or under the picture, so I can't remember who's who. But I believe he, she will be, um, say, as trainer. Uh, what's her name with the mask? Who oh. everyone thought is his sister. Yeah. Um... Oh, the, the so, I don't, skips me. so I don't believe that she'll be playing the other one who won a revenge on Saya. Who ends up falling for him? But yeah, I believe she'll be one of the trainers. I'm I'm guessing if they're sticking with the main plot, from what they've said in the plot, kind of what it's about, it seems to still be following Saint Seiya. 
Uh, I'm sure that there's some changes here and there, but depending on how far they go to say it with the changes, since it takes place in modern day, it's just a lot of it takes place in like what looks like ancient ruins of Greece. So, but it's taking place in real day in the in a little bit of the future. Yeah, yeah, they can all work as long as the main story still stays the same. It'll work. Mar I just hope that um, yeah, Mary, that's her name. Uh, yeah, it's. I hope it'll be good. Again, I'll wait to see when more of this is revealed. But I, the the first thing that stuck out to me is holy crap, Sean Bean. <laughs> so yeah, 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 Sean Bean. Yeah, I mean, again, this one I have. Uh, again, I because it's a Japanese thing that they're trying to have. You know, they're trying to bring to the West yep. with, with the with the a actors and actresses. So what we'll see. I mean, like a lot of we'll Japanese, especially manga or anime turning into live action in North America have been crap. I think the best one that I've seen was Speed Racer. And, and but a lot of them just fall flat or don't or 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 are not very good. Like they'll come out mediocre. I guess it can be said for a lot of the Japanese ones as well, but they do a lot more in Japan. So I think there's a bigger precedent of these are mediocre to good mm -hmm. and there haven't been as many flops as North America. Because North America tries to grab the big titles. So and so it ends up stacking weight on their shoulders of uh, you know, this it has to be this or that. I just hope it's good. But we'll wait and see. If we did just have a little bit of news that I seen pop up today when I checked of uh, something that actually has to do with Nintendo. Oh yeah? Yeah, and I did did not post in Discord, but you know that Universal Japan is has released or will be opening soon Super Nintendo World, right? Yes, I have heard of this somewhat. So, they've already announced an expansion to Super Mario to Super Nintendo World. Can okay. you take a guess as to what it will be? By the way, I'm kind of wearing this shirt because I knew of the Charles Martin news, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dun, 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 He's doing dun, a sure you can to you. Uh, if you move this shirt sure. over, yeah, <laughs> so his chins. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying about expansion to the Super Nintendo? Uh, Nintendo Can you World? take a guess from the popular Nintendo franchises? What do you think would be an expansion to Super Nintendo World, which is a Mario themed Universal Studios theme park? Um, you'll have to give me a little more of a hint, like, like he has what, to what do with Mario. Oh, Luigi. No. Wario. No. No, like not Mario themed, but it has 100% everything to do with Mario or why he even exists. Oh, Shigeru Miyamoto. No. No? Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey Kong. Okay, I see. I, <laughs> I'm I see. sorry. I'm like, you're like, the reason he exists, I'm like, you mean his father? <laughs> Miyamoto? Okay, I guess not. <laughs> no. I, 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 Donkey I, Kong. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize what you're asking me. I'm like, sorry. No, no, that, doing, that's. I, I, I understand now. A Donkey Kong expansion to Super <laughs> Nintendo World, and I'm I really really want to see this. I don't know if I ever went to Japan, and if this thing was up, I would be very hard. It would be very hard not to tempt me to go to see Donkey Kong World, because Donkey Kong is my favorite Nintendo property. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I love the big stupid meathead. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, like what we've seen from the Super Nintendo World, because there have been videos of Shigeru Miyamoto and other people going there and showing off what's going to be in the world. It looks like it could be fun. And I assume that they'll have the same level of quality and like references in in Super Do- in Donkey Kong Land. <laughs> yeah, like I assume that there'll be some kind of bo- Donkey Kong Bongo stuff in oh, there. No. So you can play, like you can play a rhythm game on the bongos Let's or something. Let's not remember or... that game. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't like it? No. I have it. I have the bongos for GameCube <laughs> somewhere. If you don't want them, I'll take them. I I then I'd have to get a GameCube, but <laughs> what you never had a GameCube. I... Oh, I did. I just don't have it anymore because the way you played GameCube games. Ah, okay. That's why. So it's like, oh, well, this thing does the old thing. Throw out the old thing. No, I, I, I keep the old thing when it comes to games. I always like, keep I don't it. know if I sold it or if I like gave it to my brother or something. Okay. But yeah, I, I got rid of it because the Wii did that. So, yeah, so and yeah, I don't need this anymore. For our listeners, I will say Chris is like Donkey Kong, not just as a Nintendo character, but as a character in general for as long as I know him known him so i i i want to say donkey kong was probably one of the first video games i ever played oh like the original one yeah it was donkey kong donkey kong jr uh cuber tetris would have been some of the first four games i ever touched interesting so that might be part of it why i love donkey kong and i love monkeys and apes so and you love <laughs> and you like strong boys too. I love strong. I love strong <laughs> dumb men, which is why I love Broly in Dragon Ball. Yes, because <laughs> he's just big dumb muscle. <laughs> but that's what Donkey Kong is essentially. Yep, he's got a peanut-sized brain and uh, brawn of that of like any world-class weight builder <laughs> or weightlifter. Uh, yeah. So uh, that like dropped kind of today or. You a day ago or something, and I didn't catch it until like today. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. Don't know if I'll ever see it. I'll have to check out videos at least of people seeing it when it's out. It's supposed to drop in like 2024, so there's a few years to wait for it to drop. I'll probably forget about it until then. Okay. I mean, Super Nintendo World took quite a few years to. Oh, sorry, one second. Yeah, I thought, you know, I I was going to ask you. So what? So how soon are you booking your plane tickets, Chris? That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> well, I originally wanted to go in 2020, but crap happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As we know, the world fell apart. Now it's going to have to be delayed for my trip to Japan. Um, I don't know if I'll wait till 2024, but we'll see what happens with the world. Like, I really want to go. And if I have to wait till 2024, I was hoping to not go when I was 44 or 43 years old so <laughs> well it may it just have to happen then for for me it was more of a joke it's like so you're going tomorrow on the plane right <laughs> like to donkey kong country oh yeah like it was open like now <laughs> yeah yeah not that... the way the world is but you know oh if yeah, I could afford yeah, yeah. It, i would definitely would want to go i mean there's other reasons for me to go like i want to see godzilla i don't know like other than the godzilla statues i also if they don't take it down there's the statue of Zod in front of <laughs> there's a statue of Zod from Berserk somewhere in Japan. Real life Godzilla. Oh man, I would. <laughs> oh, I'd be hard pressed not to, you know, go to Monster Island to find Godzilla if he existed for real. I would risk it <laughs> to get to get as close to Godzilla as I could. <laughs> okay, this is super off topic, but really quickly. I know we're going Kong, off topic, Kong or Godzilla. 
who who do you favor? And, Godzilla. Like, oh wow, better than Donkey Kong, huh? Godzilla's a hundred meters tall, and Kong is a few stories tall. Kong is nothing compared to Godzilla. Godzilla is the the man. He's the beast. He's the original. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not blaming you. I just I knew how much you liked Donkey Kong. I didn't realize Godzilla. I do, but him. but I, I don't like King Kong is fine. But I love Godzilla. And... Godzilla's way cooler to me, mm-hmm. and I don't like the American kaiju's as much. Like I never watched the American Godzilla movies. I watched the first two and have been so disappointed with them. I don't want to watch Godzilla versus Kong. I kind of called what was going to happen in the movie. Long before the movie came out, and just, just based on their marketing of it. And just for our listeners, like when I say Donkey Kong, you're talking, you're con- like, are you thinking, oh, you must be King Kong? Well, Donkey Kong, I know Chris knows this, but Donkey mm-hmm. Kong was based off of King Kong, so that's why yeah. I, I'm, I'm asking Chris, oh, but like Godzilla better than uh, Donkey Kong, pretty much. So that's all I meant by oh, that, in case anyone yeah, got confused. If, if we're talking Donkey Kong versus, uh, King Kong. I like Donkey Kong way more. Like I, for some reason, I just don't like the big ape when he's on the big on the big screen in realistic looking fashion. I don't know. It's. I'm sure if I watch the movie, I could maybe I could turn my brain off and enjoy the new one, mm-hmm. but I probably can't. Anyway, I think yeah. we're done with with that uh, talking about my big big dumb stupid boy. Yeah. Do, do you want to bring something up? Since this was kind of. All a lot of Nintendo news, <laughs> and yeah, it's, with it. well, we we covered a lot on our first episode too. We kind of went over time, uh, but um, we went over time now. We haven't been live that long. Sorry, I, I, no, no, I, I meant the first episode. Oh, first episode, yes, yeah. of course. So yeah, uh, not really much to discuss, but I found it pretty interesting. Um, apparently, mm. you know how bad Avengers is doing now. So now, um, and you then, mean the Square Enix? Sorry, adventure. not the movie franchise. That's not what I meant. Yes, we're talking about the video game. The video game. Yeah, adventures. I do know it's doing pretty crappy. It's doing pretty crappy. Remember, it's an online service. So what they did is it's coming to Game Pass in the next couple of days on on for everything hmm. for for PC, for console, for cloud, which includes web browsers and mobile, I believe. Maybe you can't play on those game on those, but for sure it's coming for the PC and console on Game Pass, which is really interesting to me because they're kind of cashing out at this point. Like, okay, look, we can't make any more money selling the game. We're gonna sell it to Microsoft. They'll, they'll give us a lump sum to have it on Game Pass for a year. Hmm. So that's that's a really bad sign that the game is dying. And that's not that's not really a surprise to anyone, to you or to me or to anyone else. It's just kind of interesting to see that's the current state of affairs, you know? Square Enix, mm-hmm. one of the most maybe not the most richest, but one of the most popular publishers, has one of the most popular license, the the MCU license, and they failed so hard that they had to put it on Game Pass, like what, two years after the game came out now? Maybe it was like only a year or so, but still. Uh- Year or year not, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it's it really hasn't been that long. And correct me if I'm wrong, Spider Man still hasn't been released. Oh yeah, you're right about that. But that's 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 a PlayStation it's, only thing, right? Still though, he still hasn't been released. It's been how long? Yep. He was supposed to be out long ago and still hasn't dropped. I I did not want to support. I did not want to buy or play any version of Marvel's Avengers that was like lesser than another version for the same yeah, cost. Yeah, them you know? locking Spider-Man off. Even if it was a short-time exclusivity, 
it still sucks, but yeah, like locking off content from people, especially in a live service game, and just saying, hey, you love all these guys, and you can't get this one guy, or these, we'll say one to five guys, we'll just say that we'll, we'll make it a, a decent sized roster in a roster that could be like 20, 30, 40 people. It's like if you were to play a fighting game, we'll say like, like I don't know, uh, one where you could play is Darth Vader, but in the other version, you could play as Yoda, but you can't play as both. I wonder what series Soul I'm talking Calibur. about there. Soul Calibur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's shitty when they do that. Like, they locked off characters for a specific version. Why not just put them out on all of them? So, I, <laughs> I have two quick things to say. Yeah, First is, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna sell me the same game but has less contact, I think it's only fair you charge me less. Not that I bought Avengers at all. I I, mm. I didn't even play it, but you know. And second of all, um, some people might be thinking, well, yeah, it makes sense. It's a Sony console, and Sony owns the right to Spider Man. But maybe you can. I'm not sure if this is true. I think it is, but maybe you can back me up or correct me, Chris. Uh, Sony only owns the movie rights to spider-man that's it not the game rights i believe i want to say that is true so even though they have like a couple spider-man games on the ps4 ps5 now that's that's more of a you know like like they they kind of paid money for that licensing agreement i believe so the fact that um square enix decided to kind of lock spider-man which arguably i i don't think i have to make much of a point for this is the most popular Marvel character, or at least nope. one of the po- uh, most popular superhero in the yeah, world. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> behind only uh, the PlayStation, not the Xbox or PC or Stadia or anything else. That's kind of uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that they kind of shot themselves in the foot for that, honestly. Yeah, I, I think it's really dumb for them to do that. I hate the whole locking off content for specific things just to mm-hmm. say you're never going to get all the content. But maybe in the future you could pay us five dollars to unlock it in like two years when no one's playing the game. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever, right? It it's just um I didn't know that there was coming to I was about to say Stadia. That's not it. To Game Pass. I thought yeah. maybe you're gonna say they're finally releasing Spider Man. <laughs> I I just found that out today, actually. Oh so wow. That's um, interesting. Let me see. Um no, it doesn't it's not too important. We can move on. That's that's all I really wanted to say anyway. So we can move on. Is, was there something else you want to uh talk about? Some new, more news? Uh, we do another one here. Did you ever did you pick up the uh Disney classic game collection? The one that had Yes. I did when it was on had sale. Aladdin I, and, and Lion King. Lion King. Was that were those the only two? Those are the only two. But they had different couple different versions of them. They're yep. doing an update for it with another, I want to say, physical release that's actually going to be adding in the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. And I do believe it's going to have, correct me if I'm wrong, every version of all of those games. So let me get the list here. Aladdin, SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Sega Mega Drive. Uh, Sorry, Disney's Aladdin Final Cut Sega Mega Drive? I don't know what that one is. Aladdin Demo Version Sega Mega Drive. Disney's Aladdin Japanese Sega Mega Drive. Lion King uh, SNES Game Boy, Game Boy Color Sega. 
uh, Lion King Japanese version, Sega, and the Jungle Book SNES, Game Boy, and Mega Drive. So I don't know how many of those weren't on the original, but there are definitely some new additions on there. And each of these are different from each other in terms of like music or music quality, whether or not Aladdin has like a sword in his hands or if it's more of a platformer game. Some of them were made by different companies, even if they were released at the same time, just on different consoles. And the thing that was different about this, because this was announced, I want to say a week or two ago, the thing that's different about this announcement is they finally said, hey, we're going to have a version or have a way for people who own the original to upgrade to this version. I don't think they have a price on here. But there is apparently going to be a way for you to update your version of the game. But yeah. What do you think? Um, or what do you have to say? Or add if I missed anything? No, I think I think you got most of it. Um, and well, before before I say anything, I just want to say, yeah, I, Chris kind of touched on this point a little bit, but there's a lot of different versions of the game like back in the day like these these are some of the consoles me and chris grew up with but back in the day it wasn't necessarily the case it was actually more than likely that you know different versions were completely well not completely but more or less different games like they may, may have shared some custom um sorry some common um um what's sort of assets yes thank you exactly that's what i was looking for exactly some common assets but for the most part they had different levels. They they played differently. They looked differently. That that was not an uncommon thing. So the fact that they have so many different versions, that's kind of why they jam packed it. It's not just you know here's like again we just talked about Avengers. Like here's the Xbox version of Avengers. Here's the um, Sony or yeah the PlayStation version of Avengers. I'm not counting Spider Man. They're exactly the same game. That's what most games are nowadays, if not every mm-hmm. single game. Right? They're almost always the same game regardless of where you're playing it that wasn't again that wasn't the case so the fact that they're jam packing that with so many new games is good and the fact that they're up doing an upgrade path is also good because you shouldn't have to purchase the same game twice which has been there has been some controversies like that like for uh control that i think it happened like under a year ago not sure if you heard about that, Chris. I know that's not really what we're talking about here, but it was the same kind of fiasco about having to buy the game twice. Oh, yes. And then, like, yeah, I, I think you heard of it. You might have just forgotten about it. But it basically, they're avoiding that. So that's good on them, honestly. You know, good on them for for doing the right thing. Mm, I'm glad that they're finally that they're going to do that because originally they announced it, said, and did not have anything on there saying there'll be a way to upgrade. The one thing that sucks about it, though, is they're, I believe, doing another physical release of the game, but it means that people who bought the original physical release now have an incomplete collection. Yeah. And even if they upgrade it, the physical version that will that they could just pop into their Switch or whatever will not have all the games. You'll have to do it. You'll be forced to have to do an update, which sucks. Or they'll have to like buy the buy the new cart when it comes out. So it sucks on that end. But so, like, I would have thought that maybe they would have done a different uh, release with a bunch of other games. But I don't know out of the Disney classic games from this era, how many still haven't been re-released. So I I don't know if you know 
which ones, but I thought that they might have been holding off on like Jungle Book and stuff like that for a pre a new release in the future. Like maybe do this with like maybe oh what's it called? Rescue Rangers and you know, kind of expand it beyond the Disney movies and go into more Disney properties. So they did actually do that. It's actually called the Disney Afternoon Collection. They had Rescue Rangers oh. 1 and 2, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and I forget the fifth game on there. But... I forgot that existed. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know what games were on there. So I whoops. I, I, I played know. through that. I played through the Disney Afternoon Collection. I will say, excellent game, and I know you'd enjoy it, Chris. Yeah, I played probably most of them. I definitely played through Rescue Rangers. Uh Disappointed I don't get to play as my favorite character. Uh, the big mouse? You'd think Monterey so. Um, you'd think so based on my choices. Oh, I you're talking other the girl. The girl, Gadget. Yes. yes. I okay. had other reasons for liking the show. I didn't it was... forget it. Okay, let's not get into that conversation. <laughs> well, you don't want to get into what kind of furry characters No, this is not a furry podcast. It will never be a fur... Or else I quit, Chris, okay? We'll come back to this uh, conversation <laughs> in the future. <laughs> let's just say Gadget. Big heart. Oh, no. Oh, the reason no. why I watch the show. Okay, moving on with other news. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Do you have an Oculus Quest 2 I, or any kind of VR system? I do not. Because never... I don't think I posted this. This was also something I saw like a few days ago. Apparently, I don't know if it's locked to Oculus Quest 2, but Biohazard 4, I, Resident Evil 4, is dropping into VR. Oh, wow. That's coming out, I believe, October twenty first or twenty second. Wow, that's that's actually really awesome, honestly. Like I, I'm, I've never even tried VR, so I would never call myself a VR gamer, let alone own VR. But that's that's really good that they decided to uh, get a good game like RE four and put that into VR. So my question is, again, I haven't played the game, but I know the meme. Show me your wares. You want to see my wares? That's it. What you buying with his open trench coat? I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh God. Now you can see all of his detail in now full VR all glory. Of you can the chunk if you wanted to. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess you could. Yeah. Yes. You're, yeah, you're like, not wrong. VR. I don't know if this means it's like the Oculus Quest 2. Well, I know like there's a bunch of... Uh, VR games that you can play not being in VR and then just play like as if it's a first person game. I don't know if they'll allow you to do that, but it, the trailer says Quest 2, so it may be locked to that. I don't know, but for those who have the Quest 2 or VR, you can look forward to that or look up for future updates on what it can all be played on. It looks like RE4. It looks interesting. I do not have a VR headset. I don't know if I if I'll play this. I don't think that this was the remake they're talking about for RE4, because they are supposed to be doing a remake of it. I think this is just a thing they've been working on for years and have finally finished, because lots of people have been saying uh, RE4 um, on uh, on the VR headsets, it's, it's coming. We know it's coming. No, it's finally coming out this year. Hmm. It's good. It's good. More, more Leon is more good. Yeah. It's a good game, so you know, why not... Uh have the opportunity to you know play in vr that's awesome mm-hmm. okay um so i guess we can kind of touch on this next piece of news 
pretty quickly, honestly, like in a couple of minutes or less. Like, okay. Basically, remember how last time we talked about uh, sort of like the ongoing lots, the ongoing troubles from Activision Blizzard. So apparently, yes, they yes. got sued by another commission, like not not the original one that did the investigation ended up suing them, but like another commission. The uh, apparently it was a U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. They filed a lawsuit mm -hmm. and literally within like an hour or two, I believe it was maybe a little longer than that. Uh, they they already settled. <laughs> they already... yeah, I believe. Sorry, I believe that this one was started. They started looking into it or or something a, roughly a month before the other one. Sorry, uh, 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 roughly a month before some of that, before California uh, sued them, which was the oh, Communication Workers of America. Oh, sorry. Filed an unfair. Oh, sorry. Uh, crap. I was trying to find the name of the other group, but basically when it all popped off and the, the one like California said, we're suing you roughly a month before, I think is when this other, um, the equal uh, employment opportunity commission, I believe is when they started looking into them and then California did. And then, you know, it's all gotten worse from there, but they, they settled, eh? at least for the, Equal uh, Employment Opportunity Commission. Yeah, like, you know, in, in the art of war, you don't want to fight a, a war on two fronts for, against two different opponents, right? Uh, uh, aren't they kind of, isn't <laughs> at least Bobby Kotick fighting a war on like three or four fronts? Because something's going on with him and um, I think another lawsuit or something that has to do with the uh, investors. Yeah, he oh oh yeah, that was also another thing with the investors. They I, I we, yeah. we could tie them both together. <laughs> they, but, they they did sue them to, for because as an investor they they felt like they got lied to and you're that's a big no no. Well so yeah, kind of they were asking like one of the points of it I believe were did you know this stuff was going on and didn't tell us about it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And like you you've been lying not only to the public but to uh, to our faces as well and so he and i think that's what the the thing we talked about last week was the not suit the civil subpoena yeah i believe that's what that was about yeah so if we missed that in the last article it's because i didn't know about that i read the article quickly i think the other bit of news on that either missed it or it wasn't announced exactly what the subpoena was from or who it was for sorry so. um I, I i no i mentioned it last last episode oh if you did sorry i did i did i did, I did said say that bobby kodak kodak along with some other high level executives did get served subpoenas so they are forced well, yeah, by law did, did we know like who was subpoenaing subpoenaing them because um, right? I, I didn't find out about that until like i think a day or two after that after we talked about it so well, wasn't it just the original people who were suing them in the first place no, unless if there's another one but i believe the one i was talking about was was from the investors but we could be wrong it, it's just it's a huge mess going on with activision blizzard my for, go on my understanding was they got subpoenaed because they got caught shredding documents for the original lawsuit oh 
Well, I if so, then there, I believe there was another one from the investors. And, but either way, it's obviously not looking good for them. But in terms of like this last one with the settlement, do they say what the settlement um, uh, was for? Because usually they will say like a price, but maybe they don't. Because I believe whatever the price is, it's supposed to be shared between all the people that were it, uh, that kind of filed for this, and then anything extra is going toward is it um, charities or is this a different thing? I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. So your question is, how much was this thing that they settled pretty much immediately? How much was that yeah. settled for? Is that eighteen million? Eighteen million. No. Oh, it is. Okay. It's, yeah. So here's the thing: when you settle, unless if it's from a public, well, I guess I guess it is a public entity, right? Unless if it's mm. a public entity, no party is, you know, um, obligated to release that news. But they are obligated to release that news if it's more like the government suing you. Then if you settle, then that has to be public knowledge. Which I guess why we know it's eighteen million dollars that that they settled for because yeah, I believe that's how it works. If yeah. you're like a publicly traded company, some a lot of that news has to come forward. Well, no, no, no. It has something to do with the company. It's it's because the government. Oh, like, yeah, that like that like too, the commission like... sued them. That that's doesn't matter if it's publicly traded or private. It it's still, it's still private. Like the number is still private, unless if it's a government. You know, Are you sure if they were publicly traded? Wouldn't well, they have to announce it because the shareholders would need to know? No, because they're... because shareholders doesn't necessarily mean it's private or public, right? It's it's like the shares are yes, but the the company. Does that make sense? Like the company is not necessarily. Yeah, but if they're if they're a publicly traded company, that means anyone, any normal person can buy shares in the company. That's what I mean. Like if yes. it was a. You're not so, wrong, but I don't think one implies the other. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so yeah, I don't know for sure, but yeah, apparently, eighteen million, uh, will be used to compensate, make amends to the claimants, and any remaining cash will be given to relevant charities. I don't think they say the charities, but yeah, eighteen million for this for them settling this one fight. Mm -hmm. um, well, I wouldn't call it a fight. I would call it basically well, it's more a like, bulldoze. You know, beating a dead horse. It's it's, it, 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 it's like it's like walking walking on an ant. You don't even know you do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't even know you do it. You're just like walking down the street and oops, you know. What do you mean? Like a uh, blizzard is? Are the people walking? They're just like, oh, here. No, Blizzard's the ants because okay. they, they, <laughs> just... they they put up no fight. They just gave up immediately. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure which way you look at it. If it was Blizzard going, oh, something happened, here you go. And then they just continue walking, like as if nothing happened, like they've right. been doing for years. And ju just to make a little bit of a clarification for the last point was me and Chris are not American, so we don't know how American law works as well as an yeah, American Yeah, I also does, don't know so... how uh, Canadian law works, <laughs> <There you So>. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. I somewhat do because of my background, but anyways. Yeah, you can't help that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we're done with that, right? We can Yeah, there's not much other than one kind of battle is settled amongst the other battles that are still happening. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> um, speaking of a battle that has been kinda of won or lost, depending on which way you look at it. Epic versus Apple. I did not post this in here because it's something I forgot about. So I don't have the thing up. But I'm sure it'd be easy to look up. But basically, the Epic versus Apple uh, fight was has been going on for what half a year. Basically, the TLDR in a way, uh, Epic said, 
I don't want to pay your 30%. We want only 15% <laughs> so that we can make more money. We're going to, we're going to make trailers and release you know, lots of shit slinging toward Apple of, you know, you being a greedy company and we should have more money and we're going to sue you. And they've been in a lawsuit ever since. <laughs> well, what, what what happened, just to clarify, was... Well, yeah, you can add more stuff. I'm, do, I'm doing a very okay. <laughs> mocking version of, right. of them. <laughs> so, you know, Apple and Epic are just basically arguing over who gets the most money out of the deal, right? Because Fortnite was on the I you know iOS store, amongst others, and Apple wasn't very happy with iOS. They take a cut out of anything. So like even 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 if you sub on someone on Twitch, if it's if it's through the the iOS system, they Apple gets a cut of it. That's why it's yeah, more. I believe it's like thirty percent. Yeah, that's why it's more to sub on someone on Twitch on your phone than it than it is on the PC, for example. So they did it. Fortnite's not an exception. They do that for everyone across the board, mm. and Apple wasn't very happy. So they're like they Apple put, Epic. Sorry, Epic. Yeah, you're right. Epic wasn't very happy. So they all that they did was put a kind of a they updated the game and had it so you could purchase from them directly, which is a big no-no. Apparently, it was, that was against the Apple terms and conditions. So mm-hmm. what, it is. what they did was, was Apple went ahead and pulled the game off. But Epic kind of was expecting this. And as soon as they did, I think like within a day or two, they already filed a lawsuit and served them for yeah. a lawsuit. So and, along... Oh, go on. No, it's okay. You go. Oh, uh, along with them you know putting their own store on there and trying to convert people onto their actual store they released a trailer of free fortnite done in the mocking style of apple's um 1982 i believe ad for 1984 84 1984 sorry but yeah it was a big ad thing of mocking that in a way which was a free fortnite thing as well and yeah um not so good they've been in lawsuits ever since um back and forth here and there Judge finally settled out of, I think, nine main cases. Apple won eight. Yeah. Question mark. Um, um, they basically won most of them. So we'll touch on a couple of the big ones. One that I know of is Apple has to allow devs to, I don't know if they have to do, if they can do it within an app or if they're allowed to, how they, I don't know exactly how they can advertise it, but basically they can allow the dev app devs to promote buying this, uh, their, their currencies and doing in-app purchases through other services other than just through their store, which is a good thing for everyone because it means that people can now have sales not just inside of Apple. Like if Apple doesn't want to do a sale, they can say, well, we want to do a sale during this time of year, so come to our store if you want to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good thing. And the the judge uh, decided that 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 they can't monopolize on that, of it being their store and their store only. You have to allow people to share. Uh, uh, have stores outside of them. Did you have another point that uh, came up that uh, that came up out of this? Um, well, just to further expound on yours, Apple was you know then that's how come I kind of pre-emphasize this with you know they're just two big companies trying to fight over money apple is trying to like fight for the little guy you know and say like you know sorry not apple epic was trying to fight for the little yeah. guy and say 
that, you know, Apple's evil, you know, they're going to charge you more. We'll, we'll pass on the savings to you. So they're just, you know, um, but yeah, another point is I, um, they pulled Fortnite off and they, they ruled that it, they don't, Apple's not obligated to put it back on. So mm-hmm. although, you know, I think it's safe to say both companies lost because Apple lost the ruling that going forward, they have to allow people to kind of go against their terms and conditions that they had already agreed to. And they are allowed to actually undercut Apple for their own game, if that makes sense, like for the in-game mm-hmm. transactions. Their own stores and that. Yeah. yeah. So Apple lost on that front, but then Epic lost on the front of, hey, we don't have our game that's making us cash hand over fist on on you know a mobile platform. So that they're losing money. So they're both losing money because of each other now. I'm I'm glad that Apple, that the judge, like I know when when this first kickoff, um, Apple, you know, obviously took Fortnite off. And then they started taking off other games made in the engine that they use, that Epic uses. Yeah. And a judge said, "You can't do that. You cannot punish the people who are using that engine." <laughs> you know. So he they had to go back, and I'm glad that. You know, it's still that way that, like, you don't punish the people who are using that. They just use the engine. But, you know, if you want to take that game off because they broke your terms of service and they obviously sued you, um, yeah, you, you could keep them off your thing and you guys can deal with that and settle this on your own terms, whether or not that game comes to the service. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I did hear that um, Epic still has to pay that money they were refusing to pay. Yep. And I do believe they have to pay partial or all of Apple's legal fees over yep. this whole fiasco. That's so correct. they're out even more money. So it looks like it will take them even longer to start making money on the store. If you didn't know, they were expecting to make money by, I think, 2024, 2025, if they won this lawsuit. Since they didn't, people are expecting them not to make money till 2027 or much later now. Because hmm. they're losing a lot because... As we know, Epic has their store on PC, and you can download lots of free games from them every month or sometimes every week. A new game, new game comes up for free it's that they're week. paying, that they're paying for. Yeah, and you'd be stupid not to get them, even if you don't, even if you don't support them really. Get the game because Epic's already paid for it. Why not? <laughs> so like they're losing a lot of money on it, and they're not expected to make a lot of money until like quite a few years from now so it sucks for them uh i think there might be a few other things but those were kind of the big things that popped into uh the the ethos for me over this whole whole uh fiasco yeah i don't know if there was another one that um, uh popped up if you wanted to mention but if not we could go on yeah that no i think that that about covers it i think we can go on oh excuse me sorry about that So we touch on that and that and that's hmm. We'll talk briefly here. This is something that comes up every now and then when it comes to rights issues. And it's come up again for Marvel and Disney. So this is something that came up a few years ago with Jack Kirby, I believe. I don't know what characters he created, but basically, uh Sorry. 
Marvel has filed lawsuits against the heirs of Stanley, Steve Dicko, Gene Colan, and others uh, in, a, in an effort to avoid losing copyright control over the iconic characters, including like Iron Man, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and a whole bunch of others, of course. Now, this does not mean that you will not see a new Spider Man movie. It does not mean there may not there will not be a new uh, Captain America movie or video game, right? This this is just rights as to who owns the characters or how much of the characters they own, I believe. Now, I mentioned Jack Kirby that this there was a thing with him a few years ago or his estate, I believe, a few years ago with this, and this doesn't mean it's going to set a precedent, but. Disney had won the, the the issue with that, but Jack Kirby's estate went to the Supreme Court and was like, no, you, you need to look at this again, please. But based on di what Disney was saying, is Disney was saying to them in court, which was, these people who created the characters were employed by Marvel to make these characters. They got paid to make them. And everything they made was is now owned by the company, which makes sense. Yes, and that's kind of what I believe won it for them, because the people were paid an hour or were paid it, however much money to create the characters. Um, now I know that after after Jack Kirby's estate went to the Supreme Court, Disney slash Marvel went to them and they just settled out of court for it, but I believe that Disney still owns all or most of it. I don't know if they still get, if the Kirby seat gets royalties at all, but I know it was settled out of court. I don't know the exact ending of that, but that's more than likely what's going to happen here, is they'll probably try to fight it in court, and Disney will, unfortunately, I think they'll probably win, but that, or they'll settle out of court again. But it, it doesn't mean that these things are going out. It just means there may be a delay on new stuff coming out for them, possibly. I believe everything in the works right now is still going through, but I could be wrong. So I don't see them like holding the Spider-Man uh, movies hostage until this is dealt with. That would be dumb. But it is a thing. Like th This sort of stuff happened with Superman years ago. And the I guess that was a little different. But the two creators of Spider of Superman, sorry, um, talking about who owns the rights to him, along with DC, right? And they all settled. I, I want to say they settled out of court uh, about that. But yeah, they've this stuff happens all the time. Every rights can only be held for so long before you have to like re up the rights, and by then, like fifty years or however many years it is, someone else can end up with the rights or start taking over the, maybe have taken over the company, right? Or if the company changes hands, this stuff happens all the time. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, um, I'm sure I miss a lot. Or what are your thoughts? <laughs> I I think the opposite. I don't think you missed a lot. I think you covered everything. So there's not oh, really. Sorry, I kind of no, like. You're cover. fine. <laughs> I don't think there's really much for me to add that you already haven't said. I I will say kind of my own perspective though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney doing this is nothing new as you said like look what they're doing for mickey mouse he was supposed to be in public domain several times over but they keep changing changing the laws to kind of keep him from becoming part of the public domain because 
He, I he's forgot so about old. that. So this is not something. This is something that you can expect out of Disney to do. Like this is not like this particularly like for these characters is new. But in general, the news is uh sorry not the news the um this is like not something that's like out of form for mm-hmm. uh Disney to do because they just like to sue people. And make sure that their properties are their properties, even if they're supposed to become the public properties. They mm. still want them to be, you know, because otherwise, if they're part of the public domain, I could use Mickey Mouse. You could use Mickey Mouse, but because he's such an old character, he should have been in the public domain. But they keep changing the laws. So yeah, this is not something new. That's all. That's all I was going to say, honestly. Yeah, the copyright law and other things like that just can be very sticky. And you get you throw Disney in there, and you come even stickier, <laughs> as we, as it seems. But yeah, it just means maybe some of the stuff might get delayed a little bit that hasn't been started yet. But it'll all work out in the end. People will get money <laughs> and such. So you know how how it is. I've heard like people online going, "Oh no, this means no more Spider-Man movies." No, That's not what it means. It no. just means that. They're trying to figure out who owns what or who owns what aspects of the characters. And then when they do the new characters or, you know, let's just say for that one of the people, that, that the people who own Spider-Man, like Stan Lee's estate, go, well, when Spider-Man was created, he was using the, um, he was actually using, like, it was actually real webbing. So they could say, well, we own that part of Spider-Man. So in the new movies, they could go, well, our new Spider-Man uses cartridges. <laughs> like in the 90s cartoon and go well now we don't have to pay you for that part of spider-man yep. it could be something as dumb as that it's them trying to figure out who owns what part of of the of the heroes essentially in the end i think it's kind of what happened with, with superman <laughs> but i could be wrong but yeah that's really all it means uh it, it'll get sorted out people will get money and things will continue as they are <laughs> pretty much <laughs> so i think uh... i'll get into a big stretch so I think we have one last bit of news and then I guess we'll wrap things up. Yeah. So basically, remember last week you were asking me about for my game collection, if I'm the sort of person that like, yes. uh, you know, puts it into a little baggie and get it marked and never being able to open or play it again. Or if I just play the games, I told you I, I definitely like if, my I sl- games. if you slabbed your games. Yeah, that's <laughs> at the slab. I, I forgot what it was called. So apparently uh, they did that again not too long ago for uh, the very original Sonic the Hedgehog 1 for the Sega Genesis. And we buy that tiny indie company, <laughs> tiny indie company Sega. Yeah, and it got, it's a 9.4 out of 10, which is a grade A apparently uh, in terms of the scale here. And the final sale price was $430,000, sorry, $430,000 thousand five hundred dollars and that's yep. an all-time record for a genesis game um, now do you so, know what happened about a month and a half ago with a certain super mario 64 so i did hear that they did the more or less the same thing not i'm not sure what the price was but i 1.5 million yeah I, that doesn't really shock me honestly now like, do you want to know why i specifically posted this article up here sure so uh, not specifically golden auctions. It would be Wada and oh no, is it Wada and Golden? Sorry, yes, I do believe so. But yes, they're owned by the same company. 
So isn't it weird that a grading company and an auction house are owned by the same company? Yeah. Now, a lot on this article, I posted a YouTube video, which is give me. I'm going to open it, but it's called "Exposing Fraud and Deception in the Retro Video Game Market." Over the last two years is when WADA, so beginning of pandemic, WADA got into video game grading and selling games in the auction house. Took them two years to increase to what I believe artificially increase the price of a lot of these games and make people think they're rarer than they actually are. As you know, you get a, uh, a slabbed game and you can more likely sell for more than what it normally goes for. That's because it's usually like sealed in box. It's been graded to be the, you know, this is what, you know, if, what the grading is, you know, with the nicks or scratches on it, right? And that's a way to preserve the value of a game. But I do believe a few years ago, three, four years ago, Super Mario 64 graded um, at that quality did not go for that. It might have been a few thousand dollars. And now it's 1.5 million. Now, uh, I do think that everyone who's interested in this topic should take, check out the video. Sorry. Um, should check out this guy's video. Exposing fraud and deception in the retro video game market. He goes through what's been going over the last few years with it, but the other thing that's interesting is just this last week or two, another Super Mario 64 of the exact same grading went up for sale. Guess how much it sold for? So if the first one sold for one and a half million, this one, let's say two million. Oh, no. Uh, more or less? <laughs> less. Oh, less. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this now. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll give you just one more. You could just say, you know, $2,000. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. That would just kill it if it went for that. Much. No. It all, it went for just over, it's somewhere in between eight and $900,000. Now, that's still a lot, but that's. 50, 60% of what the cost of the last one, it dropped by. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently there's another one, same grading, going up for sale in about another month. It's probably going to drop by 50% again. Now, I'm basing this on, about a year ago, Atari Spider-Man game went up for sale through WADA. It had a really high grading. It sold for, I want to say, I don't have the numbers with me, about... Nine to ten thousand. Then a month bad. or two later, another one went up on sale, sold for fifty percent less. Then another one went up for sale, went for fifty percent less, and just kept dropping, and the market tanked. I think that makes sense. Like not not just for this specifically, but for anything, like for demand and supply. Like yeah, well, that's one of the issues. Sorry, you go on. I'll bring this up after. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, for demand and supply, like, the the first one's going to go for a lot, and then, oh, the second one's up, oh, so it's, it wasn't, the first one wasn't that rare. Oh, the third one, oh, mm -hmm. the first and mm -hmm. second weren't that rare, so people are willing to pay less and less because so, they, they they have the expectation that, okay, it's, it's a lot more common than I thought, I shouldn't be spending mm -hmm. as much. So, one of the issues with WADA is, I believe, believe in gr comic books grading, you release 
population numbers of what was released and in what condition and what grading they get so that people know how much of what is in the wild. WADEG does not release population numbers of this stuff. So when these games come out, people go, this might be the only one. Now, Super Mario 64 is not a rare game. It sold millions and millions and millions of copies. It being sealed is not that rare. Even at a high grade, it's not super rare. It can be, but I don't think it is, especially with how, the volume of how many copies of this sold. And because they're not releasing numbers of how many were released or how many were graded through them, people don't know how many are there. So people just bind them up thinking it might be the only one out there of that value. Mm -hmm. And it causes really bad fluctuations. Like there's a reason why, you know, Spider like the first the first issue with Spider-Man in it goes for that much because it's really old and people know there's roughly this many out there in the market. So they can they can fluctuate what the value of it goes for, right? But right now what they're doing with the video game market, at least with WADA, they're not releasing numbers. No one has any idea how many of these games come out at what grading. So the market cannot fluctuate to what demand it's supposed to be at. And it's caused these issues. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see another Sonic the Hedgehog pop up in two months and it sell for half this price. And just see the drop because it. This is what has happened for a lot of these. It's, it's really dumb. But I really think like even if you're not into the uh, mark into the graded video game market, I do believe check out that video. We have linked. We'll have it linked in the description. But checking out that video because I think it's worth checking out and just seeing what's kind of been happening. I do believe that the guys who are doing this. We're also doing this to the um, coin market back in the 80s and the car, the sport car training market in the 90s. I could be wrong. They've uh, Some of these guys have had their hand in that market as well, and they crashed those markets as well. Or almost crashed them. Like, it's not the first time they've done this, and they'll continue to do it. <laughs> like, th they just saw video games as a thing. If you want to check out a podcast that checks up on this and has a has been up uh sorry let me get my brain sorted out here the cu podcast with um check out their podcast they do updates on this every time something like this comes out because they've been following it for years and they have a good uh good view on what's been going on and they're the ones that actually i kind of follow when i've been trying to get updated on the retro video game market. I don't buy into it, but I liked knowing what's happening with it. But you should check out the CU podcast if you want a little bit more inf information and people who've been following it. <laughs> you? Um, again, not really much I had. You kind of did all the work for me today, Chris. You kind of said everything oh, that, really? that uh, <laughs> there was to be said, including what I was going to say more or less. So I'm not going to repeat what, what you just said for the most part but yeah uh i guess my little personal take on it though is i don't even i've never even sold my games used at a gamestop or anything like that so like i don't agree with like you know like i realize these are like, these are like sealed copies but I, mm. what i'm trying to say is i'm not the sort of person that like you know i'm not going to spend an exorbitant amount of money 
on this stuff. Like, I I understand there's people who have like one and a half million dollars to blow in a game. I don't. Like, you can get a lot of stuff with that money, and especially, you know, stuff, eh? Yeah, a lot of stuff. And these people (laughs) who have the money to burn, again, the price is going to go down and down. This is not the only Sonic. This is not the only Mario sixty four, right? So yeah, they have more money that they that they know what to do with. So they're kind of just wasting on that, and it's yeah, really it's yeah, it's really just again. I don't have enough information to say if it's a scam or not. I I, I don't want to say it is just because you're saying it is. Like I I I want to be well informed, but yeah. But it it seems like a really bad idea just for an average person, even if you have that much money to to waste in this sort of market, right? Mm. Like, like I use scam in a big term because that's the way I feel about it. But scam may not be the right word, but there's to me there definitely feels like there is manipulation going on to inflate the prices, and the people who are spending money on these who obviously have the money. Are people part of the speculative market who are buying these going, well, these are going to increase the price, right? So, you know, they're using them as future investments. And some of the big names we've seen come up um, have not, don't seem to pan out, but we'll see. If they're young enough, maybe it'll pay off off for them in the long run. And I mean, really long run. Like, yes, the price of some of these games may have increased to that at some point in the future. But that future would have been a long time from now, I believe. <laughs> so, as these games actually become a lot rarer to find, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the N sixty four is what twenty years old. There's still a great deal of games out there that are still sealed in good condition. Like it's people like... Are still finding, people are still finding sealed boxes, boxes of Super Nintendo games. <laughs> so, like it's not that rare for someone to walk through to go through an old warehouse and go. What's that up there? And bring it down and find a bunch of sealed games. Mm-hmm. It's happened a lot of times. And there's obviously insane collectors out there that when the games came out would know someone or you know go to a wholesale and go and just buy that box and hang on to them, right? You know, just for the sake of either preservation or send them off in the future when they're worth a little bit more. You know, it 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 happens. But this in, this inflation of the of the of the retro game sealed market is is insane and the sealed market is different from the actual retro gaming market it does not reflect you going down to your local uh game shop and saying i want that n64 game it doesn't mean that they'll have like a sealed n64 like mario and him going well it's not sealed but i saw it sell for a 1.5 million so an unsealed copy goes for a million no that's not what it means it may inflate some prices of games, but you probably won't see that much of a change in the unsealed open box copies of games you more likely want to go play. <laughs> so you're essentially saying it's an artificial I hype, I price, believe it is. Hype. It's the it, the increase over the last two years has been insane. Mm-hmm. It does not make sense for these games to be going for that much in a two year span. Yeah. And not to mention the people who started up Wada and that recently sold it all to a different to a different investor right after the Mario right after the Mario game sold I believe so hmm I wonder hmm right it seems 
it seems very suspect <laughs> yeah, it to does. me. It does. And it seems suspect to a lot of people. So, but you know, make your own judgments, everyone. Uh, don't uh, don't dive in without being well informed. There are other resources out there to know what's going on in the industry. So go use them. There's some great podcasts out there that talk about this and have been talking about it for years. And some people that made some good uh, YouTube videos that can go into this, whether it's on the, this might be a scam aspect or into the, this is, you know, a documentation of what exactly has been going on. Just be well informed before you dive in. Mm -hmm. Don't spend money you don't have and dive into the, the speculative markets just to be out what could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. You could buy a house for that. Invest in a house. A house is a better investment. <laughs> At least it should be. <laughs> anyway. I think I think that's that's about it. I think um that's all we have to cover for today, Chris, right? Oh, uh, is that it? Is that everything? I Did believe we? so. Oh man, I didn't think we touched some of the stuff that I didn't think we touched on, we kind of rolled into other stuff and I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah. Um actually I want to bring up one from last from last week that um, i haven't checked out the trailer but just to get your quick opinion of it before we end marvel's uh hawkeye yeah i saw the trailer um what is it is it a movie or a tv series it's a disney plus off? it's a disney plus show oh interesting yeah is it the same i assume the same actor of course yeah well you never know maybe he's not doing the character anymore they could be the alternate universe of Hawkeye, right? So that's what I was asking. Interesting. How does it look? Because I don't do a lot of Marvel stuff. So. It's, it's, I, I liked it because you have to remember, Hawkeye is like just a normal guy. He has, he's like the best bow user in the, in the world, pretty much. But aside from that, he has no superpowers. He's just a normal guy aside from that. So they have to really, you know, more so than even uh, Winter's, what was it called? Um, Hawkeye, not Hawkeye, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They have oh, to try boy. even harder because there's only one of them this time. And even those two are, you could argue, have more quote unquote superpowers than uh, Hawkeye, right? Isn't Winter Soldier enhanced? Like uh, with. Yeah, he has super, a, he does a version the, of the uh, Super Soldier correct, serum. Correct. Yeah, yeah. he does. Um, but Falcon is just another guy. He's just like a military guy who has that high-tech gadgetry. But even that is what I'm saying. Even that high-tech gadgetry is more advanced than the bone arrow. You know? Mm -hmm. you know? But, so, you know, he's got some cool arrows in the comics that he has some cool tech he works into them. Yeah, yeah. he does. But kind of to go back to your question, how how was the trailer? It looked pretty good. It's kind of like this whole series takes place during Christmas. So I think they're releasing it towards Christmas and hmm. yeah basically yeah. i'm sure you've heard the character kate, kate bishop before which is basically hawkeye's yes. successor and i think that's who that is i'm not sure maybe like a younger girl yeah because i think the rumors were that hawkeye was going to train his daughter who was also in the trailer who was also in the, in the avengers movie to be to hmm. be the next hawkeye but apparently there's a new girl he never met before who's also extremely good like almost as good as him with the bow and arrow. And apparently, I don't know, maybe it's Kate Bishop. Maybe it's not. Well, they I have, have no said idea. her name in the trailer. Uh, I have it on mute now, so I'm just 
scrolling oh, through it. I, I don't I don't think they said her name in the trailer. It's it's been a hmm. couple of weeks since I saw it, so interesting. It's hopefully it's good. I was thinking maybe it was an an uh an origin story at first. You know, thinking it was weird that they would go to an origin story after they've done the entire MCU movies with him in it, right? Mm-hmm. But uh it looked fairly high budget. I think a lot of Disney stuff does. So I hope it uh, looks good. The effects look cool in that and should be a good watch for everyone. You'll have to update me if, uh, if you, or sorry, you'll have to update me on that if it's good. Yeah. I'll I don't think I'll watch it, but I like to hear people's opinions and whether or not it's good. <laughs> and with that, I think we should probably wrap things up again. I think we went a little over time again. <laughs> Where are we at? Almost the oh, same as the first episode. Almost. Not quite. Okay, well, we, we can't be helped if we have a lot that we want to see or talk <laughs> about. If some news articles are a bit bigger than others. Because we, we do kind of want to shoot for like, what, hour, hour and a half, but if we keep averaging two, would you be angry at that? Not really. Yeah, as long as it's not like a three, but three, we'll I think, see. would be a little too much for people, honestly. I think so. I think so, but... um. If that's it, uh, where can people find you over the next week, Sean? Uh, on my Twitch, which is um, going to be twitch.tv forward slash Zorbzex. Well, Zorb underscore Zex, Z-O-R-B underscore Z-E-X. That's where I'll be. How about you, Chris? And, and I've got a Twitch. I don't use it too often because of work and such, and I may be dead tired on my days off, but sometimes I'll be streaming on Prince underscore Kaboom on Twitch, and on Twitter, I'm at uh, C Shabang. It's uh, C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. I post, or, you know, like and respond to tweets about for, you know, SH figure arts and toys, Godzilla stuff, of course, some said I stuff, but I'll sometimes post stupid, uh, pictures that I create with my toys. That's kind of what it's uh what it's there for. And I don't really do hot takes on, on things. I just like to use it as another chill excuse to share the things I love. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to check that out, you can. I don't have YouTube up yet. Uh maybe in the future. Uh and this podcast in the future will probably be uploaded onto YouTube as well, but not yet. We're still working on that. Uh, we'll see in a couple episodes. It may start to do that. But uh, thanks for checking us out, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> see you guys next week.